Welcome everybody to the Tiger Fitness Podcast, alongside my co-host, Steve Shaw, Editorial Director, and Extra Special, Extra Special Sauce, Extra Special, there's some Extra Special Sauce right here in the middle of the Gains of Life, why does it always come back to drugs, Steve? Oh, it's gonna get drugs, no, no, sauce, I thought you were, no, there's sauce in the middle of the buns right now, it's gonna get druggy as hell up in here, bro, (laughs) Doug Miller, arguably, if not the greatest, one of the greatest half-natty bodybuilders of all time. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up? He might even Owner. be the, the best Miller of all time. Owner. The best Miller bodybuilder. I don't know. Owner of Owner Core of Nutritionals. CEO. One-third of the Gaines Alliance comprised of MTS Nutrition, Core Nutritionals, and HPN. H- Father, husband, and just a great fucking dude. Doug, my man. Welcome. What's going on, man? What's up? Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks you for having me. You forgot to mention he was an exotic dancer. <laughs> Gotta pay your bills, man. So what's new with you, Doug? What is new with me? What's that's new, a, Doug? That's a good question. Uh, just cranking away, man. We've been uh, doing a lot of growth with Core Nutritionals, partnering with guys like you. A lot of international stuff. We just picked up some big distributors in the Middle East, which has been big for us. Uh, growing um, some of the other businesses that I have uh, in the Virginia area. Um, same old training as hard as ever, uh, but most importantly, family time. You know, it's just like my son is two and a half years old now, so it's pretty awesome that I do have a flexible schedule. You know, I work out just of, like your out, diet, out it's flexible, yeah. Oh, 100%. IIFYM for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I get a lot of good, you know, quality time. I mean, it's a bit of a grind, but uh, having a two and a half year old is, is a ball right now. So a lot of work, a lot of work, but uh, it, it's a ball. I know what you're talking about. I have three kids myself. Steve, you have three? Two daughters. Two daughters. Two daughters. So um, this is an extra awesome, because I mean, we I travel, we, we were together, what, 50, 100 days last year? I mean, we went to Australia, the UK, the USA. We travel in the USA. So I know a lot about Doug, and sometimes we, we take for granted, like, you look at people who have achieved greatness in business, who've worked their way up, who've worked in corporate America, and also went from, I don't know, what were you in high school, 130 pounds, somewhere in there? Yeah, soaking wet, to, soaking wet. To 195 pounds um, at the Yorton a couple a year or two ago. So I mean, Doug's literally transcended the boundaries, not only in bodybuilding, but in business. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand. They think that, well, here's a guy who's a bodybuilder who just started business. Well, Doug, you were, you were successful before you started this company. Yeah, so I did economic litigation consulting for 12 years. Did you say that 10 times real fast? Economic litigation. No, he couldn't get it through. Economic litigation consulting. No. Uh, So we are, we're hired as experts in uh, all sorts of legal cases that needed economic analysis. So we come in and estimate damages on bankruptcies, monopolizations, price fixing, and all that. So it was very heady work, you know, uh, a lot of programming, a lot of, BSing with attorneys, um, great people though. You know, I worked with a lot of smart people, which was the very cool thing. So I did that right out of school. Um, I was very fortunate. I, I've never had a job interview really in my entire life. I did one like half an hour phone call, got hired as uh, the first intern for this company. So I started with the company when it was less than a year old, um, and this was back in 2000. Then they gave me a full time offer, so I quickly became a manager. And just uh, it was it was a great job, you know, phenomenal job, paid great, uh, great benefits, 
Um, but while I, while I was there, I started building these businesses on the side because that was my true passion. You know, I really loved the people that I worked with, but I didn't really love the content. So I needed to find something that, um, well, I didn't really need to find it. It just kind of found me, you know, like I was just driven to it. And so that's kind of when I started Core and started some of my other businesses while I was at that. Yeah, so those of you who have the passion for, for fitness, and I say this a lot, a lot of people go, how dare you tell me not to follow my dreams? Well, I'm sure Doug really wanted a supplement company right out of college, but he went and got a job that he excelled at because what I found is that CEO mentality, people, people are driven, they generally do really well at a lot of things. And you put them in any circumstance, even economic litigation consulting, nice. and they will, they will perform because they refuse to lose. And I think that also transcended where his work ethic in business was the same as his work ethic as a professional bodybuilder. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, I mean, one of the, it's a down, it's, it's kind of, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. We are, I mean, you're the same way, you're so hard on yourself. Very. So I, I couldn't stand, you know, I'm a very competitive person, you know, in, in school, um, I graduated number one in my class and that was more just pressure on myself because I felt like I could do it, right? So it was just something that I had to do. So I partied less than most people, studied more than most people. I don't regret it at all. Um, I still had a great time in college, but um, you know, I, I was always kind of driven to try to be the best at whatever it is. I'm not the most talented. I don't have the best genetics. I'm not the smartest. But, you know, I kind of overcome that with the work ethic part of things. Not saying that I lack really in any of those areas, but it's definitely, it's the work ethic that is probably my strongest genetic attribute. You know, like, I can grind, you know, I just have a willingness to grind and it's, it's hard, you know, and it's hard. And it's hard on, you know, the others around you because you are so hard on yourself, you know. So I got to be careful to kind of tone it down a little, even with some of my own employees and, you know, especially at home. You know, I got to try to step back and tone it down a little because I am really hard on, you know, myself, really. Now, I just got to say, Doug, you say you're not the smartest, but I will say that right here in the podcast, you're definitely the smartest. I say he's top 10. Yeah, so I got a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a confession to make. Um, back before I, right when I got started in the industry, or before I started in the industry, there was a forum with Doug Miller, and I was actually one of the first members on his forum. So I've had a man crush on you forever. What forum? Um, the Doug Miller forum on your website. Oh, yes. Okay, actually on my forum. Yeah, yeah, you okay, had okay, a website okay, back in the day. Yes, so yes. Back then, I, I was on your forum, and um, I wasn't a big fan of natural bodybuilding. Were you the one who sent me those nudes? The really awkward nudes? That was yesterday. Oh, oh, yeah, that was yesterday, Doug. Okay, okay. But anyway. my, my, a little cloudy. I, I, but, yeah. but back then, you know, you didn't strike me. Um, I mean, you, you were out there putting yourself out. Um, you know, you had a forum. You, were, you had your own website. Um, it was one of the few memorable uh, natural bodybuilding sites that I remember from back then. So even back then, before you had core, mm -hmm. I believe before you had core, you were out there grinding. Well, I was probably... I probably had that. I probably had core at the time. You just didn't know it probably. because core started really as just a hobby, okay. right? I just wasn't really happy with a lot of the stuff that was on the market. Brought out one or two products and really wasn't trying to grind. wasn't trying to be out there selling it. Like I just wanted to put together awesome products that I could use. And if you wanted to use it too, great. And then it started kind of catching fire. And then I was like, wait, this is this is really a movement that we can spread you know, kind of throughout the industry. And that's kind of why we get along so well. You know, you 
you, same Sean thing. and I, is because we all have the kind of that same drive is really putting out that quality product. And so it's really been probably the last three or four years that it's really kind of taken off, you know, because I've had been able to leave the corporate war world and really focus on that. Right. Um, but yeah, we had we've had course since 2004, which a lot of people don't know. Yeah. 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 yeah, so, yeah that's awesome. So I remember you from that, and I also remember you from what I consider probably one of the most epic deadlift videos ever to hit YouTube. And uh, me and Doug actually did uh, a podcast a long time ago. I don't even know if he remembers it. Um, it was with a different company. But uh, we did a full interview as well. But um, we talked about this video, okay. and you did something really ridiculous. Like, and I remember this back in the day because no one was doing this. Like 405 on deadlift for 872 reps. Yeah. And I remember back then it had just a, a shit ton of views. Yeah, yeah. So that was the 405. I think at the time it was probably 405 for 27 reps. Somewhere. I've done it more than that now, but that first video that I put out, I think I was in prep in like 2009. I was like 14 weeks out or something. And I did four. I was just like, I didn't feel like going heavy. Well, right. heavy, heavy. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to do 405 and so many times I can get it. And so I've always been good at that. Moderately heavyweight right. for a lot of reps, but you put me on a high end, you know, like it's not like I'm pulling 700. You know? no, I think we have about the, we probably have pretty close to the same deadlift, but there's no way I could get past 15 reps on four or five. No way. But yeah. that got you a lot of attention, didn't it? I mean, yeah, those videos? For sure. I mean, that and also even in 2014, actually, when I first very, uh, I was like, screw it, I'm going to do Instagram. I was like, I was trying to right. stay away from a lot of the social media. I was like, all right, I'll sign up for Instagram. I posted a couple pictures, and really, it's kind of the my following has grown, unfortunately and fortunately, because people were sharing it and being like, "This guy claims Natty," you know that whole right. all yeah, that, that all that BS. Yeah, that, so, that provides for a great segue when you're done with this. So yeah, so I mean that uh, that was another time. So it was like the 405 video, and then when I posted my pre-contest uh, clips on Instagram, those were two of the moments that really kind of helped kind of spread, you know, my name, at least in the industry. Now, there's one person in this industry that's more, more polarizing than Donald Trump. And that is And that's the, Doug Miller. Every do, time you, I, do you have triangles under you? I mean, I, do you have like I, the Illuminati oh, yeah. symbol on I, I to give I have to give him credit for that video. That was pretty clever. I mean, it was pretty funny. But, I mean, here, here's the deal. Like, if I put up a video, and it could be a video on um, my favorite Mexican food place, if I say the two words Doug Miller, I'll get double the dislikes as a normal video. And I've, again, I've spent more, I, I believe I did spend more time with Doug than I did my own wife last year. Actually had sex more times with him too. Um, that would be zero. So if Doug was, was on drugs, I know due to his, you know, penis performance, um, probably. No, but I mean, look, I, I've been around guys who are on, I've been around guys who are off. Doug. Look, if, if, if Doug, if something came out like some Lance Armstrong shit, like he's been on all this time, I'd be like, fuck, got me. You know, and here's the thing is that, you know, people are so, what's the word? People are just so um, shocked. Blah-ish. Shocked um, that somebody can put in 20 years of work, gain on average of one to two pounds consistently every year, and attain what Doug has attained and have certain standout body parts like his arms, his legs, which by the way, we trained arms today. It's not like he just goes in and does, you know, little girl weights. Doug trains his ass off. So I've been with Doug, I've seen him train, I've seen him diet, I've seen how meticulous he lives his life. So for me to say he's natural, completely conceivable. Because I've seen how he lives. 
Now, Doug, as a guy who's natural, okay, we joke around, organic trend, blah, 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 and that's just us. You can either fight people or you can just laugh with it. I've kind of come to that point, but what, like, what runs through your mind? I mean, what, like, from, from when you first started hearing the drug rumors and Doug's not natural, he's a piece of shit, even on that Instagram I posted today, oh, he just needs to come out and say it. <laughs> and, and what would you say? You've said it. You've taken drug tests in the off-season. You've posted them. What, the, what are you, the, how the, have you transcended? The, there, well, there's nothing you can say to the people that don't believe. Like, you know, I posted those when I was getting ready. I, I posted the drug results from those shows that I won, you know, two weeks apart and all that. There's nothing I can post or nothing I can say to the people that just don't believe. I mean, they really, they they truly are haters and they're really not going to get anywhere in life. I'm on, honestly, they're confining themselves or they're restricting themselves to kind of, oh, you couldn't do that without drugs. I mean, and that they might say that's an easy thing for me to say, you know, but like, it's the truth. If you really think th something's not obtainable without drugs, like you're not gonna wanna push for that. You I know? agree. You know, and it, they're really limiting themselves. When they first started doing it, I was like, wow, that's cool. Like, I, I must be pretty good, right? You know, because, yeah. you know, at first it was a compliment, and then it became kind of, you know, like, insane. Like, it was just so much hate. I'm like, how can you be this angry at the fact that I'm natural? Like, it, it just blows my mind that people put that much energy. Like you've seen some of the awesome. you've seen some of the videos, the ten minute videos. You know, I'll be real though. I'll be real though, Steve. Right. When we were sitting at breakfast and I was looking at the side of his arm. I'm like, fuck Doug Miller. Yeah, you know, there's certain body parts you can have that are just genetically freaky, yeah. which can my really, penis, for example. Yeah, your yeah. penis. It's crooked. When I, it's not when big. I, it's just when crooked. I hand two hand that thing. I gotta tell you, <laughs> it's, it's not it's not natural. So there are certain body parts that people will look at and say they'll just base you on one body part. Yeah. You, you have you have biceps. I have triceps. People would look at me and you know just look at the triceps and think I'm you know some sort of freaker of 23 inch arms. But it's no, got to be the same thing with your with your biceps. <laughs> no one has ever accused my triceps of being not natty. So I mean, it's just like you know people see. They started, you know, actually like hating, and it just kind of blew my it mind. It was vile, and, and like it, vile it, it, shit. It, it did upset me a little bit, and it. it Got to the point, you know, I remember telling my wife, my wife's like, just screw that. I mean, like, you know, my wife is very good at just being able to be like, just put, you know, that's their issue, right? Like, don't worry about it. And, you know, that's the way I look at it now. Like, I, you know, we joke around about it because there's nothing more there's that I can do. nothing you can do. You know, I mean, at this point in time, it's like, if you don't believe, you don't believe. I mean, it's like, there's nothing I can say. There's nothing I can do. I'm going to keep doing my thing. You know, I'm not going to try to limit my gains to think so that you think I'm natural. Like, it's funny in natural bodybuilding, you're either a shitty natural or you're on drugs. Yeah. You know, you can't be a great natural bodybuilder because all great natural bodybuilders are on drugs and most other natural bodybuilders are terrible. That you goes, know, they look like swimmers. That goes all the way back I mean, to like Reg Park and Steve Reeves. I mean, I believe Reg was lifting before, you know, from all the information I've seen before steroids were even prevalent in, in the industry. Yeah. And, um, you know, I equate you to a type of guy like him. I mean, everybody to this day still debates whether he was natural. And I don't even believe they had access to steroids back then. Yeah, yeah it's 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 profound. I mean, for for me, I, I here's what gets to me: it's context and it's 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 timing. For example, and I believe this happened to you because I saw it before. It was uh, sometimes you just have to delete shit. Like I'll post a picture of me playing with my kids, and I'll get like a trend comment, and I'm like, <laughs> dude, it's. I'm okay with it, like, if, if, you know, honestly, like, if I post a picture of me, like, doing a bench press, 
like, oh, no way he's just on TRT. I'm like, awesome. That means I'm working hard. Right. But if it's like, when I get when I get upset when it gets to me, is when it's completely out of context. And these people get, when you don't respond and you don't give them the negative response, then they start doing weird shit like coming after your family. Oh, who was it who just posted one the other day? Um, I think I screenshot it and sent it to you. Yes. Um, oh, it was Boston Lloyd. Yes. Boston, little dick Boston Lloyd. Yes. Yeah, so Boston little Lloyd's dick penis. Boston is, Boston dude, Lloyd. seriously, his penis is legendary for its tininess. See, I didn't know that. Sorry, I don't even Boston. follow him. Oh, no, I sent you the picture. I'll, I'll send like there's actually a picture? He he did some G for P stuff and like No, he um, did not. Did he really? Yeah, there's it, it I, I believe what's funny, I'm gonna tell you a story. Now I'm gonna have to Google that. So he, he actually came at Phil Heath. <laughs> so he actually came at Phil Heath a week before I was hanging with Phil. And so, so I what? showed what? To me, so he so about, he can make a name for something. What yeah, I mean some sometimes if you don't have anything nice to say. Please tell me Phil didn't respond. No, Phil didn't respond. Oh, I get it. But so I say, hey Phil, this is a guy who's talking shit. And Phil's like, damn man, he's got a noodle dick. I just think that's hilarious. Yeah. For, for Mr. Olympia to say noodle dick just made my So out of nowhere, like he posted, you know, something. The back shot. Yeah, it was a ba- the, my back shot. shot and, you Fuck. know, something about, you know, this guy's a fraud. He's saying he's not natural, whatever. Like, first of all, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Like, I guess you, you think you're famous on, like. He's famous YouTube. for injecting synthol in his upper chest. That's awesome. He's famous for taking an incredible amount of drugs and still not being as big as he should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he tra- probably trains like a pussy. So I didn't, I didn't respond. The only thing I did is I screenshotted the email that he sent me a couple months before asking for me to coach him. And then I didn't say anything else, right? That's that's, that's all I said. Because oh, there's nothing there's nothing Mike. I can say. Because yeah, right. there's nothing I can say to him that's going to make him change well, his stance, wait, right? Because he's, what, 23 years old? He has, what, three years of training, all of them on drugs. And you have, what, 20 years of training? Yeah. Why don't you give it, I don't know, a couple years of actually working out and not because just Because I don't think that. he has ever trained without drugs. So, no. like, at this point in time, he's, he's, he's screwed, right? Like, he's yeah. never even given himself a shot. And his probably endocrine system is crap, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I did gain about 1,000 Instagram followers, I think, at that point. That's so, good. So. so, let me ask you a question regarding success. I mean, yes. with, in the modern era, there's, it's almost impossible to avoid all the shit storms, like the negative comments. Sure. How important is it for you guys to just ignore the BS? I mean, if somebody's looking to be successful, to do what you guys do, how important is it just to stay focused on the positive? You know how much energy it takes to respond to all those people? There's some times where I get so pissed and I just, then I'm like, you know what? This it's is it's a, this obviously word rage stuff. Yeah, this, this is a troll. Like, why would I spend my time and energy? I'm too busy thinking about the next thing I'm going to do, thinking about the next product I'm going to bring out, thinking about the next employee to hire or whatever. I don't have time to be held down by right. the haters and the idiots that are just going to be... I mean, honestly, look at where they are in their life. They're, they're trolling on the internet. Like, do something with your life. In between life. Uh, searching for Pikachu or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, those are the guys. Gains at you. Gains at you, bitch. So, you know, here, here's the, the thing. Like, I, I can think to myself, I don't think there's ever been a time in my life where I've actually come up and, and hated on someone. You know, like, oh man, your arms are small. I look at the positive, like, if someone asks me an opinion, like, I'm sure you get them, like, hey, what can I improve? I'm like, honestly, you know, you need to get leaner, this and that. But I've never proactively gone out and say, you know what, your arms are small. Because you know what, these guys posting these pictures on Instagram, I get tagged in them, I have nothing to do with the picture, but they're putting you on there because they're fucking proud. Because they've made progress, and while that progress to us might be like, that's still a mediocre physique. For them, that, that be, they could have lost 100 pounds, 
and gotten to the next level. For people like you and me, dude, like, and you, we're, you're in your, you're in your late forties. We're in our mid thirties. Okay, like to come upon any gains. Like I'm proud of every fucking centimeter of anything. We're always searching for gains at you. Yes, gains at you is elusive. We're looking everywhere for the gains at you. Yeah, so I think that's kind of um, that's kind of the thing. I think. What, but one thing for me, the, way, the the reason it gets to me is that it almost says you're not working, you're cheating, or you're not doing this. It's like, wait a second, dude. I just and when you put that work in, you train six days a week. You go hard. You're constantly seeking knowledge. For me, it's 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 almost discrediting the work. You know, it's like it's like saying that oh, you have this business. That's because your mommy gave you money, not that you built this business. You know what I mean? Like for me, that's why it gets to me because it discredits the fact when you know that you've put in the work. You're like, wait a second, fucker. Didn't you notice these work? Didn't you notice the fucking videos and shit? Yeah. You know, but but you don't see the thing is but you don't let that stop you don't let that no. you don't get caught up enough where that's going to be distracting from you continuing to progress and yes. that's where some people kind of falter is because they can get so caught up in fighting the haters you know like so much i mean i can think of somebody very prominent in the industry that like they're constantly battling the haters and they're yeah but we're not so gonna, we're not going to mention lane today <laughs> what what <laughs> no, but you you constantly battle the haters, and then it, it does start to wear on you. You're putting so much energy into them that you're forgetting kind of you're you're, you're getting away from your, your 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 passion and your drive. Well, yeah. here's the problem: that response to the haters could have been responding to that guy who emailed you asking if uh, if he could have help with his diet, right. or hey, you know, what can I do to improve my midsection, or right. hey, you know, I'm getting tired after training, or I'm not I'm not recovering fast enough. And instead of responding to that email, you're responding to someone who's just totally, no matter what you say or do, they're not gonna be a positive influence in your life. Yep. And That's, you're not gonna change their mind. Yeah, I mean, I spend all my time focusing on the people that want help, the people that you know, approach you uh, with questions, because that's how you relationship build and when you take time to step out and help these people, they usually respect that and they stick around for a long time. But if you're addressing the haters, if you're spending your time investing with these people, likely they aren't gonna buy shit. And likely in in two months they're going to be attacking somebody else and they're going to forget about you. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So so Doug, um, competition wise, I know that you you know you're focusing on family and business, and I, I know you're pretty much you know you gave up your natural pro card. Well, you didn't get, but you you gave up. You're not in. If I go back and compete in a natural pro federation, I can know I can I'm banned for life from the NPC. That that's that's the decision that I've made. So, okay. Or the piece of paper I signed. I should say. So basically, I'm not going to put you on the spot because I don't like it either. But you but know, I will. Okay. Well, we'll put you on the spot, <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm absolutely okay. not. I'll just say that that when you decide to compete, you know, you just know that Doug's going to bring something special. And I know from sitting in seminars and him answering this question, I'll speak for him. He's going to. He's not going to get on stage unless he can bring something magical and much better than what he brought before. Same reason he took that five-year layoff. And that might take me five years, seven years, ten years, or never. Yeah. You know, so I just don't know at this point. You know, there's just, it's not a priority in my life. And, I mean, there's probably one more thing that I would like to do, but, you know, mm -hmm. I could say that I've pretty much fulfilled my goals in terms of bodybuilding if I didn't do that, you know. And so maybe I'll compete again, but right now, sitting here now, like, when I go contest prep, I, I do go a little tunnel vision and, you know, it does distract as much as I would like it not to. 
And as much as I tell my clients to try not to let it, you know, um, it does distract from other parts of my life, whether it's business or family or whatever. And so right now I'm having too much fun enjoying what I'm doing to, to go into the contest prep mode. Because when I'm going into the contest prep mode, I'm going balls out. Like so, if I'm not going balls out, like I can't just be like, oh, I think I'm going to diet down a little bit and see how I feel. And if I'm gonna, maybe I'll jump into a show. Like I can, screw that. Like I can't do that. Like I'm going, I'm doing this show and I'm going to come the best I've ever come and I'm going to do, you know, whatever it takes. So. so what do you think about people who compete multiple times a year or uh, people under the age of, let's say, 21 competing? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I talk most of the younger people that come to me for coaching out of training. I mean, that's when their hormones are, you know, uh, at their highest. You know, when you go down into contest prep and, um, you know, your hormones drop. You know your your testosterone, thyroid, all of that. You know you do have a big impact on your your hormones. So like if you're in the optimal growth phase at being you know 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, why would you want to interrupt that to basically starve yourself down to you know four or five percent body fat? You know you're not you're limiting your gains. So I try to talk people out. My first show was at 22. You know I probably would have waited maybe another year or two. But I mean I get it. People want to compete, but. Um, I, I try to talk people out of competing at that young age. For sure. Now, Doug, we you, you we brought up uh, the word magical, and I think we're about halfway through the podcast, Mark. A little more. I mean, I yeah. think we got a lot covered. And speaking of magical, we have a very magical question that we'd like to ask you, Doug. A very magical question. What is your most embarrassing masturbation story? <laughs> what? Yes. While parents walking in, maybe you got some on the curtains. Midgets maybe, with chainsaws. Maybe, maybe, maybe you were in the shower and you flung it and it got on something. And something this is going to be a really boring answer. Oh, here we go. I, I now don't you have it. like he doesn't have one. I don't. I don't Come on, Doug. Whip it embarrassing. Up. Whip it out, Doug. Right now. Whip <laughs> out the story, Doug. Not your, not your week. Um, I honestly don't have it. Yeah, that's understandable. I don't have one either. I mean, because so I'm Steve, it, like the fact that you came up with that question. You no, must, that's Mark's question. That's my question. That's Mark's you question. must. You must. I have think had. we shared this on previous podcasts, but did I, somebody have a good story? Oh, there, there, there were a couple good stories. Yeah, a couple good yeah, stories. Couple yeah. Good stories. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I was selling cars back in the nineties after I got out of the military in Virginia, and I left. I was with this chick who I've been dating for like two years, and I left, and I'm like, oh. Fuck, I forgot my sunglasses or whatever. So five minutes after I left, I walked back in. She's laying on the couch watching porn with some black guy with like a 15-inch a dick. And she's got like this giant pan on. She's going... Like, that was a little bit awkward. So what did she say when you walked in? Um, I don't know, but what how I responded was... Uh, uh, I took care of this. Do you need help with that? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly what I know it's not a 15 inch black penis, but I can at yeah. least give you a third I can of that. give you some yeah, good yeah. side to side. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, if we put it in your butt, it'll feel twice as large. <laughs> All right, so. This shit just got real. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of, speaking of <laughs> speaking butts, of Doug, speaking yes. of butts, you have probably the funniest uh, video I've ever seen. Probably the funniest <laughs> on the video Tiger on the Fitness Tiger Fitness channel. Fitness channel. Right and you had a... Uh, a note from a, I don't know if you'd call it a fan a as much as fan. a, yeah, a very good fan. It wasn't gay or anything. It wasn't gay. I'm not gay and I'm not a weirdo, Doug. Yeah. But I would like you to. I think he what? said he was like partially, he's like partially straight. Or how did he put it? I, I, I don't know if he I'm, no, he said he's not totally, he's not, I'm not totally gay. 
or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you either are, you aren't. So, so give us a recap. Give us a recap for people. So I got a random video. email from somebody who wanted to pay me to, you know, obviously because I drink a lot of protein, I obviously rip protein farts. Yeah, apparently. big Quite juicy big. protein farts. His farts are and amazing. it was erotic for him to have somebody too, fart on his face. So he wanted to like, he's like, we'll get like a motel and we can just sit around and smoke weed and play video games. And then just whenever you need to fart, you just put on your pants and rip them on my face. I'm like, how do I respond? So I showed my wife this. She's like, she's like, well. She said, Doug, she, that sounds like a fun She Saturday. thought about it for a little bit. She's like, well, ask him how much he would pay if both of us came. I just looked at her like, I hope you're joking. Yeah, she was. She was? No, she was totally joking. Oh, Anyways, I, I it was... I uh, respect for her. Um, That's a capitalistic... Uh, I'm very proud of that email, actually. That was I have a the, folder in my email called Weird, and I have weird. many of those. That, But that, that took the cake. I have some ridiculous ones that are close, but not nothing like the farting on your face. I mean, sex is just... Gay sex is just normal. I mean, if you're gay, right? Like, for me, it would be completely a normal Saturday. <laughs> But like ripping farts, ripping fart. I, I've never thought to myself like I have some. Look, I'm a freak. I have some weird thoughts go through my mind. But never once have I been like, and, and I'm straight. I think, and I, I haven't been like, damn. Meet the right man. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if that girl just ripped a fart off the face. Yeah, you know that's the thing about the last 15 years and technology. Like, I thought I knew a lot of things. But then, like, the internet has introduced me to so many fetishes, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck's going on anymore. I love it. You know, it just makes me feel so normal. I used to think I was weird. Now I'm like, yep, this and is shit, awesome. And shit, I thought anal sex was weird. No. Anal sex is just, that's well, just the know, beginning. Back in the day, you thought. Now, you, now you've got people farting yeah, on Doug's face. That's part of the game plan. Wait, no, Doug's that's farting the four on play. his face. The foreplay is the fart. So, but, I mean, it's not something you can actually, like, you have to literally sit around and smoke weed and eat protein because... Like, you might not have a fart. Like, and play video games. Apparently, the video games were very important to this thing. Video games induce farting. Pokemon Go. Pokemon yeah. Go and a lot of chili So what's beans. your opinion on Pokemon Go, man? Well, I didn't even know what the hell it was. So I actually had to ask one of my employees. And he only knew half the story. So we, we signed up for it. And he tried to walk me through the setup. And I was like, this is ridiculous. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, like, if you're a nerd and you have time... <laughs> Like, it's pretty cool. I mean, like, think about it. Think about it. As if from you're not a trying to get laid or get yeah, drunk right. or have any fun in life. No, I mean, if, but think about it from, from a, a business perspective. What they have done, I can appreciate that. I mean, like, the adding, like, in the middle video of games to real, to real yeah. life. I mean, it's, I don't know why I'm going like this. That is, that's the ball grab. Yeah, I think it's the throwing, like, throwing the ball. Supposedly, you have to throw balls at these little creatures, and then you catch them, and then you train them, and something like you that. Know, the craziest thing is, like, I live in a small town here in Ohio, Lebanon, and I've lived there for eight months now. In the first seven months, I've never seen anybody. It's like the land that time forgot. And, like, the last month, everybody, even at 9, 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, people are walking around the yeah. neighborhood holding their cell phones. Yeah, it's crazy. Getting activity. They're Same in my around. hometown. Like, there's, like, swarms of these little nerd packs, you know, going around. Nerd packs. Yeah. The nerd packs. I like it. So, here, here's a, you know, we have to talk about this. I'm going to talk about it. And business owners, you know what? No opinions have to be stated. We're in a huge, pivotal point in America. America. It's America. America, bitch. The RNC just happened, the DNC is going on. It's a pivotal point. 
Just broadly, Doug, what do you see in the future of America right now? I've gotten serious. Went from farting on well, actually, no, farting on faces is actually more serious than the political system right now. So, I just can't fathom why somebody would vote for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. I get it. You know, when we travel, we were in Australia. They're like Trump, Trump, Trump. How they all they wanted to do was talk about Trump. I was like, like Trump says some things that I wouldn't say as a politician, maybe. But, like, the shit that Hillary has done, I mean, she's just... she can't just, stop coughing, I mean, how's she going to get elected? I think she's on trend. She's on trend. <laughs> With those trend cameras. If she was on trend, I might vote for her. It just blows my mind, and it's just like, you know, I get the group of people that want to vote for her. It's the people that want the handouts, right? And that's just the opposite of one. Like, if you work hard, you know, you can make it. And, you know, I'm all about, you know, free markets and capitalism and, you know, everything that... Basically, I feel like the Democrats now are just against, right? You know, and I just can't stand like the fact that you want to tax more. And maybe this is just because I'm in a position of, you know, having small businesses, having employers, having to worry about all those different tax implications. Healthcare, our healthcare costs right here went up 48 percent under Obamacare. Healthcare, well, that's gonna. Who knows what's gonna happen with Obamacare? Oh, who knows? Um, so I mean, it's just. It blows my mind. And all the ridiculous decisions she has made as Secretary of State, I mean, she's a criminal. I mean, she literally is a criminal. She, Anybody, like, any one of us would have gone to jail. You know, House of Cards, they, yeah. the Clintons are the Underwoods. Yes. I mean, like, and if you don't see that, you're a freaking idiot. I mean, really, I, I just it just blows my mind. And not saying that Trump would be my 100% first choice, no. but when you put Trump up against Clinton, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. You know, and I just had this conversation with my employees the other day. You know, they're mostly all Trump. Some of them are, uh, you know, a little more libertarian. I'm a libertarian. And, yeah, and, but I was like, if you vote for the libertarian, you might as well vote for Clinton. And Gary Johnson, I look, I'm a libertarian, and I, I agree with a lot of what he says, but he's kind of a creepy dude. Like yeah. Gary Johnson, the fact that he runs and loses for the last like 18,000 elections, <laughs> I mean, the guy needs to hand the torch to someone else. I mean, you know, here's the deal, like. I, people always tweet me like I I, I get I'll get political on Twitter you know because yeah. Twitter's fast and a lot of political guys there and I like it and I'm like look honestly it would take literally I mean Hillary's a war criminal so it would take another war criminal for me to not vote against Hillary and voting for Johnson you might as well just not vote right so I would in a perfect world in a non two party system yeah I'd love to vote for Johnson. Yeah. But right now, my main goal as an American is to keep Hillary out. That's it. And unfortunately, you know, the thing is with Trump, what I see is that you have either the most awesome thing ever or, oh my God, what the fuck did we just do? I don't, I think he, and I, I'm leaning towards the fact that, is that he's not establishment. And that's why I liked Sanders before he sold out like a little bitch. Is that they but were, he's a socialist, besides he, that fact. But I like the fact that he was not established when he spoke up against the Perfect. establishment. He said stuff that needed to be said. When push came to shove, though, he probably got paid off and he sold out. Yeah, absolutely. He sold out. And that's why I respect Cruz. Look, I know he signed that thing that he'd endorse. But you know what? He did not endorse him. He just refused to say, I endorse Donald Trump. He did say, I'm not voting for Hillary. I mean, Clint, I mean, Trump, you know, some people are like, oh my gosh, he's going to start World War III. Like, he's going to surround. And like, Trump is not a stupid person, though. You know, and he's not like a, you know, would it be uncompassionate? What would that word? Uncompassionate. Un I don't know. My English is lacking. Lack of, you know, compassion, right? Like, he's not just like some dictator. 
He's going to surround himself with a group of smart people who might bring a little bit of different thinking to Washington. And, you know, he's not going to be just going out, like, blowing shit up. You know, he's going to react to people, you know, doing stupid shit to us. Plus, he has to deal with Congress. And no matter, no matter what your views are. There's mean, checks and balances in the And, and you the do system. understand the last president who was similar to Trump was Reagan. Right, right. Outsider, actor. I mean, well, Reagan you know, was in the same boat. Here's the thing for me. I mean, we've had the same same guard flip-flopping for a while. The Bushes and the Clintons and... You know, we managed to... Uh, oh, and Obama's the Clintons. Yeah, Obama's the Clinton. so let's, let's be real about that. So, I mean, Trump, you know, just to position himself as the outsider, it gives him an upper hand just inherently. So do you think he has a chance to win? I think he's going to win. I think Hillary has yeah. no chance. I think the debate... Well, the DNC going on right now, I've been so busy this week, I haven't met... Unfortunately, I haven't been able to follow the Sanders, DNC. Oh, no, but Sanders I hear it's been, it's been pretty... You know, they booed. They booed. Yeah, they booed. there's been a lot of booing and a lot of uh, division in the Democratic Party. Sanders came out and said, Trump wants to lower taxes, and people were like, boo. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like, why, why would you boo that? I mean, because, because, they're, because they... See, the funny thing is... They're like this here. No, 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 they're, no, they're not. Let me tell you about, let me tell you about these. Out. What Reagan used to call them limousine liberals. You know, they don't pay taxes. These politicians right. have never, see, they're like, oh, Trump's business has failed. Oh, which Hillary business failed? Oh, yeah, she's never run a fucking business. That's the thing. Obama never had a job before presidency. Sanders didn't have his first job until he was 40 years old. He's now 872 years old. At least Obama has a little bit of charisma. Like, oh, yeah. Hillary, Hil awesome. Hillary is just, oh, she's, oh, she's fucking awful. She has cancer. Yeah, I think I think, so more, bad. I think the more she gets up in front of the public eye and speaks with her cough and I mean she, they're you, always catching her with these looks like a witch. You know, she doesn't look presidential, she doesn't sound presidential. But you know that's why you look at how much Trump is out there. The Democrats are hiding, you know, like you look at the amount of Republican debates versus the Democratic debates, what was it like five to one? Yeah. They don't want her to speak. They are dreading her public appearance. And then you saw those it's emails. Because she's not presidential. And yeah. like, wait, I just can't wait to the debates. It's going to be better than the Super Bowl. It's going to be the greatest moment in American history. She may cry. Us. She may cry. I, I Did really, you see that tweet I showed you, right? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, we're, that we're, was awesome. Asking, was I didn't even about, think that was real. That was so ridiculous. It was something about putting your, your stuff where it shouldn't belong. And Trump goes, ask Bill. <laughs> no, like he, she directed the tweet. See, I'd vote for him just for that tweet. Yeah, she directed the tweet to Trump. Like, how does it feel to put, you know... Uh, to put your things where it don't belong. belong. And he literally tweeted back to her, ask Bill. Ask Bill. That's, that's classic. So, See, I'd vote for him just for that. Yeah. So I think, I think that covers that. I think, you know, for those... A, a, lot of, a, a lot of our fault... And the thing is, we went to the UK. The biggest question wasn't how do I get big arms or how do I get a big chest. It was, are you voting for Trump? So the thing is, like, people, America's like, we're the laughing stock. Here's the thing, though. In America, we don't know who the prime ministers and leaders are of other countries. The fact that we're, everybody's looking at us, look, if you looked at what happened in the UK, if you look at what happened in Canada, Australia, their political shit is just as fucked up. In Australia, they elect a party and then they appoint a leader. Yeah. They don't even get to elect their leaders. So we still have the best system, yeah. but it's up. So he's fixed. Now that we've talked about politics, religion, and we talk about religion, <laughs> parts of politics, yeah. I'd like to ask you a religious question, Doug. Okay. Is Jesus, in fact, coming back? Yes. Okay, thank you. Next question. 
Okay, cool. That sounds good to me. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 but I'm Jewish, so I'm just waiting for him to come the first time. Oh yeah. I'm like, geez, what, what, Jesus. He said, geez, oh jeez. Oh jeez. <laughs> I just want him to come so he could break off some fish and bread. As no, I mean, bread. I'm not gonna touch on this too much. I try not to get too religious. I mean, nah. I mean, because it preach. You know, no, nah, I'm not gonna preach. But like, I, I am a practicing Christian. You know, I, I do believe in that. Um, we all have our own faults and sins and all that and but yes i i mean i'm a practicing christian and i don't i'm not i don't hide it i'm just not an outward like i don't try to witness to every person i meet like so i don't try to you like bang it down your head you know like i believe in freedom of religion i mean unfortunately for some people they might have a religion that i think is going to put them in a bad place but that's that's just my belief i I don't think really less of that person you know, so. no, it's, the only it's thing I know about he did, he did tell me that I killed Jesus, and I'm like, dude, come on. The only thing I know about it is like in Wisconsin. I just remember growing up, my parents would say, "Oh, jeez, <laughs> pass the pop, pass the pop," <laughs> you know, the Packers. So that's cool. Well, we've um we've been we've been rapping for a while now, and I think it's a good time to kind of uh, close up with anything going on now. Just. Just what we going on with Tiger Fitness and um, we have a ton of epic content coming from Doug Miller, myself, um, Steve, obviously, um, coming to this channel. Obviously, Core has a lot of things going on. We have some exclusive product coming to Tiger Fitness. Yeah, we're super excited about this. We won't leak too much of it now, but we're going to be doing, uh, we're trying to do more charitable type activities as we continue to grow. We want to continue to give back. So one of the uh, charities that we're looking at is, you know, it's kind of supporting the fight for breast cancer. So. I partnered with Mark and Tiger Fitness, and we're going to be doing an exclusive Core ABC flavor that can you know only be purchased on Tiger Fitness. I gotta it, say, I, I tested that today. So yeah. good! It was one of the best things I've had. So yeah. good! And we designed some sick shirts that are going to be you know applying our motto of crushing it, but putting that towards the breast cancer and breast cancer awareness. So we're going to have some awesome deals coming up. Uh, I believe October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so we'll have that coming up. We got some really cool stuff: a new test booster. Uh, new pre-workout, obviously, and you know, Tiger Fitness will be you know, definitely have all that stuff first. And just as a uh, as another note, Sean has his show in mid-August. Yep. Um, the uh, WPA um, show out in California, and around that, we're going to be doing appearances at Max Muscle Huntington Beach, along with ASN out in Costa Mesa slash Newport Beach. So we will be there, and um, we have a lot of things going on. And I just want to say that you know, this is a, this is extra cool podcast because people come on, we're cool, this and that, but. You know, Doug's actually someone we actually work together on a daily basis um, from a brand side and as a him having stores and me having a store mm-hmm. and us both having brands. So it's a really, you know, special thing that we're able to come here and provide content that's going to help you reach your goals. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, buddy. Always a pleasure. Steve, anything you want to add? No, I'd just like to see if Doug could take us out of the podcast by singing his favorite Madonna song. Like a virgin, of course. Touch myself? Is that, is that a Madonna Is that Madonna? No, it is. I don't know. I but touch myself. Touch- That's Madonna. Yes. Come on, you're the musician, right? Zach. Zach, is that Madonna? He has to Google it. Zach's googling. Fuck? Touch myself. <laughs> I touch myself. I wonder what's going to be back in five minutes. <laughs> Anyways, of, speaking of religion, Zach does kind of look like Jesus. He does look like he Jesus. He really does. I think Jesus did come back. So this is the awkward moment where I bring up Madonna and we sit around talking about nothing for five minutes. Until we can figure out whether Touch Myself was Madonna. No. Uh, Who was it? it Cindy Lauper. Who was it? Cindy Lauper? Yeah. The vinyls. Oh, yeah, the vinyls. Yeah, yeah.
All right, guys. All right. Well, on that note, Doug, thanks for coming. Yeah, buddy. You're welcome to come over here anytime. Come, Doug. Uh, it's my pleasure to come on you. And of course, oh. Core Nutritionals. Um, go to Tiger Fitness. Wait, wait a second. What? 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 Go to Tiger Fitness. Go to Core Nutritionals page. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's in the description box down below. It's the first thing you're gonna see is the fucking link. Click on it, buy some stuff. We got bills to pay. That's not a game.